What's the role of food and cooking in your house? He can spot green from a mile away. Can't find his shoes, <laughs> but he can find a little bit of zucchini in his spaghetti bolognese. TV presenter Matt Baisley talks about feeding fussy kids and the messy delight of cooking together. That's today on Feed, Play, Love. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. Cooking can be a chore, but it can also be an act of love. For those of us with small children at home, it can also be an activity to keep little minds and hands busy, being creative and learning new things. Matt Baisley is a TV presenter and dad of three. He's also quite handy in the kitchen, so he's here today to talk about how he gets his kids busy with cooking. Hi, Matt. How Hi, are you? Hi, Chef. Good. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so lovely to have you back in the studio. I've got to. I've got to remember eye contact. Yes. Now we're. Yeah. Now we can see people. I've got to remember to put clothes on. We're not on Zoom anymore. <laughs> I've got to make sure I've got pants on that we're doing face-to-face interviews again. <laughs> oh, it'll be a time we remember well. <laughs> yeah. So your children are seven, five, and three. Mm-hmm. So you've been a dad for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like an eternity, but yeah, no, <laughs> seven and a bit years, yeah. Did you like cooking before you had kids? I loved it. I loved it. I'm I'm the youngest of six kids, um, a bit of a, a bits of family, his, hers, and ours sort of situation. What does that mean? Um, so dad had four children in a previous marriage. Uh-huh. Mum had one, and then they got married and had me. Oh. I call myself the love child. I was going to say, mm-hmm. obviously. The others call me the accident. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've got um, uh, an older brother who, much older, was a head chef. Mm. and an older sister who uh, is a head chef as well. So growing up watching them uh, around food, I was always just really fascinated by that life of of a chef and watching them cook and create something out of nothing. And then my dad sort of was main carer while mum was working. She she was sort of white collar where dad was blue collar. So he was home quite early in the afternoons and he'd cook dinners every night. So watching, watching the old man cooking dinners and I was like, I was really fascinated by just that process of creating a meal. What kind of meals did your dad cook? It took him a while. It took him a while <laughs> to get the hang of it. Um, dad was a meat and three veg kind of guy, but he mm-hmm. got a, he's, he's very good at baked dinners. Very, like <gasps> he makes a leg of lamb like nobody else uh, and can only really enjoy parsnip when dad cooks it. Like, really? I, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of How parsnip. How does he cook it? It's just cooked, but just so crispy. Yeah. Uh, so crispy, but then a little bit soft in the middle. Like, yeah, no, really good. So I think, and then after that, I left school and did an apprenticeship as a pastry chef, pastry chef baker, um, before I fell into the, the weird world of media. So yeah, I've always, always loved food. And given it was such a big part of your family life, mm. was cooking something you did together as a family? Not really. Not really. I like always, uh, you know, queue up to lick the beaters when mum would make a cake. Um, <laughs> Who didn't? Yeah, that's right. Um, and and mum, mum wasn't a packet mix cake either kind of uh, baker. She'd always make her cakes and muffins and things from scratch. Rock cakes was something mum always made. So it, it was around, but I, no, I was, helping wasn't really something that was done. I was there to eat it and that was kind of it. I, I When I got a little bit older, I I wanted to get involved in the kitchen, but no, not when I was growing up with them. What about dinners though? It sounds like quite a big family of of potentially mm. very discerning yeah. <laughs> eaters. No, um, yeah, no. Uh, so d- didn't really, like dad loved 
Dad was a good cook, but it was a stressful time in the kitchen. So you sort of <laughs> stayed away from Dad when he was cooking. You wouldn't really help. My my job when it came to dinner times came after. It was washing and wiping up. That ah, was kind of... Oh, uh, my God. We've got to talk about that. Oh, no. We, we had a dishwasher for 20 years and it never worked once, apparently. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was to store the Christmas presents in and the Tupperware containers, essentially. Never used it. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Okay. I, I've <laughs> so much to unpack. So much to unpack there. Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> Um, so are you a sweets kind of cook or a savory kind of cook? Uh, I lean heavily towards sweets. Um, I've got a sweet tooth. I, coming from that pastry background, that's something that comes quite easy to me in the kitchen is just to knock up something sweet. Whereas savory, I love doing, I'm, I'm the cook in the house. So I do dinners every night. Uh, so the savoury thing I've had to learn a little bit more. Um, but yeah, no, if, if someone said to me, go make something, I'd go knock up some cupcakes in a heartbeat or a caramel slice or, a, you know, an old snot block of vanilla slice or something like that. You know, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's my wheelhouse sweets. Yeah. Are your kids picky eaters? If you're cooking every night. <sighs> yeah, we, we struck gold with our first child, uh, Billy. Uh, she, she'll eat anything once. She'll give it a go. She'll give anything pretty much a crack. Bless Billy. Yeah. Uh, and then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ziggy, my son, who's in the middle, and Stevie, my youngest, they're very fussy. Um, Ziggy picks out and he, he can spot green from a mile away. Can't find his shoes, <laughs> but he can find a little bit of zucchini in his spaghetti bolognese. So how do you manage that? Because I think that's what most parents, mm. I mean, I will get on to the cooking in the kitchen, but, you know, let's face it, this is what parents want to know. Yeah. How do you feed three children, two adults, mm. when half of that equation won't eat everything you cook? So there was a there was a while there where I was doing sort of three meals a night. There was there was our meals, there was Billy's meal, and then there was Ziggy and Stevie's meal. And that I, I went for longer than it probably should have. And then I was sort of like, no, I can't I can't keep doing this. No. One because it costs so much. Like just different foods, different produce, and then just time. Just do not have the time for it. So um it, it came down to a compromise where it was like either you're gonna have to eat this or there's nothing. And, oh, I like that. And it, my wife's a bit of a softer touch than I am in that sense where there was a few nights there where the nothing option ended up becoming like a, a sandwich because yeah. that was like, you know, what? he needs to actually eat something. So, but slowly but surely he's come around to eating the spaghetti bolognese. I won't put zucchini in his. That's That's the compromise. But I know that he's getting meat and I know that there's some iron in there. There's some mushrooms that he has no idea that are in there because it's the same <laughs> colour as the sauce. And I think what I've learned is if you can blend blitz up enough vegetables fine enough <laughs> and put it in with a red sauce that you can't find some of the vegetables that are in there. Look, I know it's not quite on the level of zucchini, but I tried to do that with onion the other night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just went liquid. I was like, oh, it went yeah. too far. Yeah. But yeah, the white onion, if you, if you blitz the white onion too much, it will just turn <laughs> just, to juice, onion juice. Now, look, I've got to say, I am more like Bella, but I want to be like you in the terms of, I reckon when we were kids, oh. we weren't given options, right? No. And that's where I hear myself as my old man sometimes come back and that makes the hair stand up <laughs> on the back of my neck sometimes. You don't leave the dinner table till you're finished or, but there was no menu. There was no, no it's not, not, what do you want for dinner tonight? There was, that question was never How many asked. times did we eat apricot chicken? Oh, <laughs> 
far too many times. And that was fancy. <laughs> that, that was, was fancy. a fancy dinner. That was chicken tonight when it came out. <laughs> yeah. I was even thinking about like it's freezing at the moment. I know as at the moment of recording this podcast for this chef, it is freezing tonight. I was like, how good would a soup be for dinner tonight? I'd oh. love to make like a spiced pumpkin soup or something. But my lot won't eat it. But no. I was thinking... I got forced to eat a terrible pea and ham soup and there was no discussion. <laughs> it was That was your dinner and that was it. There yeah. was no discussion about what you want. So it was, yeah, it's very different, I think, now the way kids eat and the way their dinners are negotiated yes. as opposed to you sit, you eat, you get what you get, you don't get upset. Yeah, we do know that phrase. We just don't seem to follow yeah. through on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I've gotten better. And now I know, I think... When we first had Billy, um, it was like, oh, we're only getting organic pumpkin from the farmer's markets <laughs> and we're steaming it in coconut oil. Um, but now it's, did she find a cracker under the lounge? Is she eating? <laughs> okay. That's all we know. We're, they've eaten. So I've relaxed a little bit in that sense. So it was like, as long as they're eating, I'll be a little bit less full on with what they are eating. So I'll, I'll there's five dishes I know that they will eat and then... Anything after that is a bonus. Tell us what they are because I know well, what my five are. We've got chicken schnitzel. that yeah, I'll, I'll, always. Yeah, always the schnitz. Um, yes. The only green thing Ziggy kind of eats at the moment now is uh, those cukes, the baby cucumbers oh, that yes. you get. So Perfect. Cool, fine. Um, so that, that's that's his vegetable. So we've got chicken schnitzel, spaghetti bolognese. Uh, we can do a, a taco Tuesday with minced meat. Tacos are the best. Yeah, so we do taco Tuesday. And we can do that with chicken as well. So we mix it up with a bit of chicken breast. Uh, I do a lasagna, which you can hide vegetables in again as well. And what is my other one that I go to? Oh, it's I do. It's very much chicken schnitzel, but with fish. So it's just the other, you just buy some white fish and just crumb it up. And Can I just yeah. say, apart from the fish, those are all the same ones that my kids yeah, will eat. Yeah. Plus, they will eat a cottage pie, not oh, made good. by me, yeah. but free plug dinner, ladies. <laughs> my kids. That's the saving grace for us during the week. It's my best mate swear by dinner, ladies. I love it mm. because you feel like it's still healthy. I mean, you haven't put the hours into cooking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing. So I spend an hour to get, I have it thrown on the floor, and it's like, you know what? I if you're making something, I know you're getting something out of it. Yes. then that's okay. So I have seen your wonderful Instagram and you often have videos where you're cooking with the kids. Yeah. How old did you, you know, how old was Billy, for example, when you started cooking with her? I think Billy would have been, it was just before Ziggy was born. So maybe she might have been about 18 months when I started cooking with wow. her. And it, it got to a point because I, it's, the kitchen is a, a, a safe space for me. I love it. I'll, I'll, Depending on the time of the day, I'll open up a bottle of wine. I'll have a glass of red while I'm <laughs> Thank cooking. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Not cooking, not making scrambled eggs for breakfast. I'll pop open a Shiraz. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like I, I, I sit on that glass of wine and I'll cook. And I thought, you know what? When Billy was in those bumbo chairs, I'll plop her in that and she'll sit with me and she'll play with it and I'll talk to her. And then it got to a point where, you know, they grew up so quick. She was there. She was peeling carrots. She was able to use the peeler. She could crack an egg by the time she was like two and a half. Like wow. Just, just, I just had her involved the whole way and then the others caught on and, yeah, I just I enjoyed having her in that process and teaching her about food and where it comes from and what each different food, what the ingredient is called and how to make stuff. So I, I really enjoyed that and now... I've kind of created monsters because I can't make <laughs> anything in the kitchen without them wanting to be involved. But, uh, yeah. There's so many things that educators will tell you is great about cooking. Mm. What do you think the kids get out of it? Um, 
I think the 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 satisfaction. Uh, that's my big thing is the joy that they have on their face. If it's something as simple as making some choc chip cookies, it only takes twenty minutes to make, and then ten minutes to bake. But in that sort of half hour, forty minutes from them sitting by the oven, waiting, watching it mix, eating some choc chips that have fallen onto the table, um, <laughs> moulding it in their hands, getting the sizes right to then, yeah, pulling it out of the oven and seeing that that's something that they've pretty much created. They have their tray, I have mine, because I am a little bit of a control freak as well. <laughs> you know, if, if it's for Instagram, I've got to have some choc chip cookies that are, are gram worthy, not just some manky ones that are a bit misshaped that they've made. But, um, yeah, that satisfaction that I get. The, in their face, saying that they've made something and they're really proud of what they've done and what they've created is probably the number one. Uh, the other stuff is great as well, the connection with the food, learning about where food comes from, uh, the maths side of it, like watching Billy now because she, she, we've got a few kids' cookbooks and I let her go. I'll sit and watch and help her and I go, can you make this? And watching her work out half a cup to then a quarter of a teaspoon and then learning that two quarters is a half and just just that sort of stuff is really cool as well. But um, no, just the joy of watching their face light up when they've made something. Even if, if it's a pizza, chef, sorry. Even, it's as simple as making a, you know, a pizza, putting some ham, pineapple cheese, spreading the tomato paste on and knowing that they've made that and they're eating that for dinner, that something that they've done is really cool. Listen to you talk about it, what it makes me think about is the way my husband looks at parenting. So he spent a lot of time when the kids were small um, looking after them while I was working, but he would always do things that he liked, which mm, I would be mm. like, oh, come on, like I'm building Lego and doing all this stuff I'm really not interested in. Whereas he would take them to the park with his little strum stick, which is like a small guitar, or yeah. he would get them to play instruments. It, it was always, when I asked him about what he did with them, his philosophy was to do something that he loved and take them with him, mm. you know, which seems to be what's happened with cooking. Yeah. So the um, benefit of that can be so many levels that you're not even thinking about, like the maths and the... Yeah. But the fact that you're enjoying it first up often means that they're going to enjoy it, right? Absolutely. And I think that's the, um, you know, like you can you can go to, you know, Luna Park if you want, but like I can say to them on the weekend, I'll say, oh, I've got to go into work um, and just drop off some paper. Do you want to come? And they're so excited by just coming. It's like, really? I'm just, dro- <laughs> I'm, just, I'm really just dropping off some paper for an interview tomorrow. And I, I, no, I will come. Okay. Yeah. So I think you're right. It's the, the they see how much you're into it and then that gives them something as well. Mm. Mm. And also, I mean, again, tangentially, but I went through a phase of ocean swimming and I I swim every week anyway, but my daughter wasn't doing swimming lessons at the time and she hadn't since she was probably about four or five. She started again at eight or nine and she's the most beautiful swimmer and loves swimming. And it's like, I didn't even take you with me and you're still absorbing that from us, which is actually a really hopeful thing for parents because you think I'm not doing anything right. It's also scary as well as how much you actually are impacting their lives. Like, <laughs> holy moly. Hopefully they're just getting all the good stuff. <laughs> just, the, the bad stuff isn't rubbing off. Just get take all my good, good side and leave the other stuff aside. Yeah. yeah, but my key thing there is follow your passions and bring your kids with you. Yeah. Tell me, is there not a secret agenda to get them to a place where they're actually just cooking dinner for you and Bella every night. A hundred percent. I cannot <laughs> wait for that moment. I cannot wait for it. No, yeah, yes and no. Billy, 
I, and people, I know there's people listening going, it's a nightmare cooking with kids. And it really is. There's <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, but a lot of, a lot of parenting, I find there's, it's not fun, but there's a lot of joy. So that's an course, interesting phrase. It's yeah, very true. Yeah. So it, it, there's a lot of mess, but there's a lot of mess when you play with blocks. There's a lot of mess and um, they don't always get things right, which is fine. That's life. Um, and, but when they start feeding themselves with a spoon, there's a lot of mess, but eventually they get it and they start using knives and forks properly. So I, and that, At least that was, your kids are. <laughs> well, sort of, sort of sometimes. A lot of hands still. <laughs> Why are you using your hands for spaghetti, mate? Um, but uh, yeah, so they, they do get it and the mess becomes less. And I think it's that, that perseverance if you are thinking about getting them in the kitchen because it is a nightmare to start with and there is a lot more cleaning up than normal. But um, yeah, definitely. I cannot wait for Billy to be like, okay, I'm going to do the schnitzels tonight. You know, we, we do set up a schnitzel station sometimes and that's the one that still does my head in because <laughs> the flour to egg, then then to the crumb combination. She would love it. Uh, oh, th- loves it. Thinks it's the best thing in the world. But, um, and I say I do the cleaning up. Bella listening to this, my wife at the moment going, oh, you're kidding, mate. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there is, a, there is a fair bit of mess that goes on because we have a rule who cooks doesn't clean. Oh, so. I, I'm, I'm well up for that rule. Yeah. Well, Matt, it is such a pleasure to chat with you again. Thanks, Chev. You too. That's Matt Baisley. He's a TV presenter and dad of three. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review or favourite. That way you'll get all the new episodes, plus we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, email me at feedplaylove.com at listener.com. Bye for now.